Welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Dowd. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real-life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. Hello, welcome back to Multidimensional Mama. Here we are. Here we are. We have a guest I'm super excited about and tons of questions for him. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start right in. Nathan Dukeshire is a professional clairvoyant psychic medium from a long line of psychics who has been providing readings since the tender age of 14. Now at 17, Nathan is wise well beyond his years, TikToking from his home in Port Clinton, Ohio. You can find him at Psychic Medium Nathan to experience his live readings yourself, although I found him by listening to the podcast Coven of Rejects. I am a podcast evangelist. You know this about me, so you know I need to spread that pod love. So that's where I found you, Nathan. And then I started peeping in on your TikToking, mm-hmm. and I was so impressed. And so um, I do want to say that you, in 46 episodes, are our first male guest. Wow, awesome. I feel very honored to share my experiences with you guys, my everyday experiences to the things that we don't experience every day. And- out of the norm almost. Oh yes. We love out of the norm. So we've interviewed quite a few pet and people psychics. So when you say clairvoyant, you see the person you're speaking to, correct? Or you see it in your mind's eye. So the clairvoyant side of me is when spirit shows me signs and symbols Okay. and these signs and symbols have different representations. Um, and for example, I will see spirit will show me a rainbow and what that sign is for me. And there could be other mediums out there that have that a rainbow has different meaning to them. But for me, my personal meaning for seeing a rainbow is that somebody had or lost a baby or they, um, somebody in their family had lost a baby as well. So whenever I see that symbol, I lightly bring that up to them because that can be a very sensitive subject for some people that that's one of my signs and symbols that I work with. Uh, a lot of people get medium and psychic mixed up. What a psychic does is we work with um, tarot cards, oracle cards, any type of card you can think of. And then medium, I call it mediumship, is when I see people that have passed away. Right. And you can do both. And how long have you known? Oh, now I'm butting into your questions. That's okay. No. Yeah. Just next. um, How young were you when you discovered that this is something that you could do? Obviously, you've been giving you've been giving readings since you were 14, but obviously you had to have known before then. How young were you when you realized that this was something that that you had? I was about three turning four. And, you know, whenever um, a young child, they they start seeing things around their home. They start, you know, there's a monster in my right. closet. And, you know, parents are just, they just brush it off. They like, they look underneath the bed. They look inside the closet. There's nothing there. One night when I was going to bed, you know, four years old at the time, the bed starts shaking. And, you know, I'm four years old. I don't sure. know what's going on. And this, has pre- this previously happened a few years later after this happened. I was talking with my sister about it. 
And when she was that age, that happened to her as well. So it was, it, it was almost like a reoccurrence thing. And she, she's very intuitive herself. She doesn't do what I do, but she's very intuitive herself. She does work with tarot. I want to say the first premonition that I had was when I was about eight years old. I was sitting in the family room with my parents. We were planning a trip over to Putin Bay. And when I had this oversense, you know, this like overwhelming sense of this dread and um, it, it's almost indescribable the way that I felt. And when I came back, my father picked me up and, you know, we were over at his house and he was putting me in these different suits, seeing if I fit inside of these different suits at eight years old. And um, I had a feeling I was like, some, somebody passed away. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's, it's my great grandmother. It's Lily. Her name was Lily. So um, her and I were very close. I know a lot of great grandparents aren't able to be close with their great grandchildren. And I would go see her every Friday. And in the back of my mind, that's, that's who I knew it was. Yeah. So we end up in the Kmart parking lot before sure. Kmart shut down. We were in the Kmart parking lot and that's when he decided it would be a good place to tell me that he passed away. Goodest place as any. And then that's right. Ruined your love of Kmart forever. Yeah. And then as and then as we're walking, he goes, You gotta stop crying before uh, we're going in. Well, how, you're gonna tell me some you're gonna tell me an information like that, and then you're gonna tell me I can't cry while right. we go inside the store. Talk about a lack of empathy. I don't so you didn't get the gift from your dad then, is basically. I was just going to say. So that gift is not from nope, dad, probably. Oh, yeah, no. But our next question really was, who else in your family is psychic? So you said your sister definitely has a gift. Was she able to help you in guiding you to sort of hone your gift? Or who else in your family has that psychic ability and sort of helped you out with it? So um, what, I, what I've noticed in my family is that dating back to my great-great-grandmother, there was, it, it's almost a consistency. And in our family, since my great, great grandmother, there has been, we've had kids come in three. So for example, it was my grandmother, it was my aunt and my other aunt that was born and it would skip one and it would go to the other two. So then after that, she had my mom, my aunt and my uncle skipped my uncle, went to my mom and my aunt and then when my mom had me, my brother, and my sister, it skipped my brother and went to me and my sister. So it's like almost every other yeah, her so two. Okay. And the the guidance that I received was her name is Missy Tolly. She is an awesome medium. She's been doing it for years. Um, if you guys ever get a chance to get a hold of her, she's awesome. She would be awesome to have on here. She really guided me. We had paranormal activity going on inside of our house. Um, over in Oregon, Ohio, before we moved out here. And we called in this company called Tri-C Ghost Hunters. And they came in and um, Kathy was one of the mediums that showed up. And that was when she told me that I had a gift myself. And I always, I always knew I had something, but I didn't know it was being able to see people that have crossed over. And she referred me to Missy Tolly, where we had an initial phone call. And we were talking and she had me do this. It was almost like a meditation method where she, which she had bo both of us closed her eyes and, you know, this was over the phone and it's crazy of things that you can do over the phone with mediumship. And she told me to imagine that we had a rope connected to our belly buttons and she had something very unique inside of her home. And I was describing her home. I was describing her children. And, you know, it's the first time I've ever done something this intuitive. And so I'm describing, she goes, there's this one 
there's this one thing that is inside of my home that is different from all the other homes. So I head down into the basement and I see this door and I open and I open it up and it leads down like it's like a ton like tunnels almost. So I ask her about it and she goes, Yes, it was used. Um, I forget what it's used for. It's like the underground what railroad. Was that? Um yeah, I think that's what it was, connected to the underground railroad. And that's something very unique. You know, you sure. can't just pull yeah. that out of the top of your head. That's something that you really have to see wow. with your own eyes. Wow. That is so oh, yeah. cool. So that actually then that leads into sort of the next question then. So how does it work for you? So obviously over the phone, you're, you were able to see when you are, when you're channeling, for example, how, how do you do it? Do you enter the person's energy um, that you're reading or do, does spirit just appear to you? Is that, how do you control that? How, how does that energy exchange work for you? So when I'm channeling for a loved one, if I have a client in front of me or I'm on TikTok and somebody said, for example, they want to connect with mm-hmm. their mother that had passed away. What I would do then is I would sit here and I would start channeling. And while I give my introduction to how I work and the way that I do things, I'll start um, entering into their energy field. And then they'll eventually, most of the time, they'll be standing behind me before I enter fully into their energy field. And then they'll come up right beside me and they'll start talking to me. And then I'll also have my spirit team. I'll have Eleanor with me. She's my spirit guide. Eleanor. What I do is it depends on how spirit wants to present themselves to me. Sometimes they will talk to me without showing themselves. They will talk to me internally. When the process is fully completed, they will step forward for me. And they start talking to me while I have Eleanor talking to me as well. So I have them both talking to me at the same time. That's also why I'll close my eyes and I'll try to concentrate to what sure. they're saying. And then um, I'll, they'll also show me signs wow. and symbols. That sounds so overwhelming. That sounds like I, I can yeah, barely I was gonna say that's a lot. I can barely tolerate it when the TV is going and someone's trying to talk to me. Like I can't do that on this plane. I can't imagine somebody else entering that. And goes, uh, guys, stop. Enough. <laughs> that's that's fantastic, though. So you have one main spirit guide, you said, Eleanor. When did you find her? And do you have others or are they kind of in and out? Because we've heard all kinds of different things from different psychics. Yeah. So um, Eleanor, I discovered, or Eleanor came to me about two years after I started doing readings. And a lot of mediums will go a while without having Mm. or discovering their spirit guide. And um, one morning I woke up and... I went back to bed and it was, it's almost like a lucid dream. And I was presented in front of, and this, this was when I was sleeping, I was presented in front of this council and there was a, there was um, eight of them up there and they were talking to me about a spirit guide. And I'm like, well, what the hell's a spirit guide? I've heard of them, but I've never had one before. And they said, there will be a spirit guide assigned hmm. to you. So don't be startled when she shows up. So I'm like, okay, I'm absolutely going to hate her. I'm not going <laughs> to want her around me. So, you know, days pass by and Eleanor shows up out of the blue, just walks right through the door, shows up out of the blue. And she was so sweet. And I got to do um, a little more digging on her when we were talking and I was astral projecting and she was taking me all these different places where she was showing me where she used to live and what what she was in before she passed away. And I want to say October of last year, the council wanted to take Eleanor away from me. And I'm like, no, like, absolutely not. I'm used to Eleanor. You can't just switch it up on me like this. 
And for a few days, it was a trial run. There was somebody named Ruby that came in and, and she was trying to help me out with my readings. She was trying to tell me how to do the readings. Her and I did not get along at all. Wow. At all. And it was a disaster. I remember there was one night where I got done with a TikTok live and she was talking to me about how she didn't like how I was presenting myself. You know, that, that really got to me. And I'm like, you don't even know who I am. So the next morning, woke up, went back to sleep, had another meeting with that council and I got Eleanor back. So I'm like, I don't even know if I'd be doing this if I didn't get Eleanor back. Yeah. Did Eleanor have to go on vacation? Like, why did Ruby? Yeah, who, who's like, standing? Like, like, why? That's... They, what, what they were talking about, why they wanted to take Eleanor was because they thought that I was too advanced for her and they wanted me to grow more. But Eleanor, I'm like, Eleanor can grow with me. Eleanor can grow with me. Ruby can go back, send Ruby to somebody that can handle her because I don't have her tied down. Wow. Okay. That's, that is interesting. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you think about those of us who don't know or aren't like cued into our spirit guides, maybe mine's been off for quite some time. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, maybe yours is just leading you down paths. I mean, we should have switched over a long time ago. (laughs) Okay, so you provide readings for a lot of different people. Are there any themes, common messages that you found that those on the other side always seem to communicate? So when I'm doing mediumship and I connect with a loved one, I want to say that the most, and it, it may not even be a message, it's the most common persona of the person. And the way that they talk to me is, you know, there could be some cut. I actually had this yesterday. There could be some cut communication with a family member or that person or the client that I'm talking to that the family member cut communication off with before they passed Mm. away. And that's usually when they want to reconcile and they want to make it up to them. And they want to say, Hey, I want to let you know that I forgive you for this or this. Everything is forgiven. Everything's gone. When, when people pass away, I feel like a lot of people that, that haven't seen mediums, they automatically assume that. And that's not always the case. You know, spirit can hold grudges against people, but I do want to say that the most common messages that I do get is them trying to give off and tell the client that I'm talking to that they're forgiven for that cut communication that they caused and that they are with them and they are trying to send them down the correct path. And I always tell this to my clients as well. I always tell them, I I want to let you know that they are with you and they do love you and they are sending you down the right path. It's the most cliche saying ever, but it's the most truest statement you'll ever hear. It's very cool too. And and I would imagine when a spirit comes forth that isn't, hasn't been in close connection with your client, that that could be sort of kind of a, a weird thing for you to navigate. A little jarring, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. How do the spirits take it when you connect to them? Are they caught off guard or are they like suspicious of you or are they like... I mean, I guess, or does it just really depend on who they were when they were here? I mean, how does that, how does that work when you do connect with somebody on the other side? (laughs) When I connect with somebody on the other side, um, so there's a lot of different reactions. The other day I had um, an in-person reading with uh, a husband and wife. And when I do in-person readings, I like to stand because it gives me a better connection, I feel. And every medium has their own way of connecting as well inside of um, in-person readings. And I had 
this woman's um, great grandmother come running in with her arms up in the air. She goes, Oh my God, it's my baby. It's my baby. And she was oh, so man. excited. So she knew she knew. And um, some people I'll connect with and they'll, they'll sit there with their arms crossed and they'll be like, what are you waiting <laughs> for? I don't believe in any of this. So move along, move along with, they'll sit there with their arms crossed and they'll just look at me like I'm stupid. And that's also another trust thing as well, because I have to gain their trust and they also have to gain my trust. And a lot of times that's why I have to do a follow-up booking after our first one, if spirit doesn't want to make a connection. And of course that second one is free of charge because that's not my fault or their fault that they, that spirit doesn't want to talk. So usually around the second booking that we have is when spirit will start giving me bits and pieces of information. And it's kind of like clicking a puzzle together and connecting a puzzle together. And it's also like that when spirit only works with me for signs and symbols, it's like connecting a puzzle together, but especially when they are skeptic on the other side, they only give me bits and pieces. And they think it's funny too. They think it's funny to give me little bits of information and I have to connect those pieces together, cross the T's and dot the I's. I think it's hilarious that there's skeptics on the other side. Yeah. Like, you're like, you're there yourself. You're, you're seeing already this. there. You know what this is. Yep. I mean, I'm, we're used to having skeptics here, obviously, but that's that's so funny. And do you think that correlates with who they were here? Like, if they were just stubborn here, are they just going to be stubborn over there too? Like, no, I am not oh. not interested. Oh, yeah. Especially if they didn't believe in mediums or they didn't believe in the spiritual world. There are certain cases every once in a blue moon, um, somebody will come to me and they want a booking and, you know, we're in a Zoom and and we're going on with our booking and we're making connection with spirit. And once in a blue moon, there will be a time where I cannot make connection with spirit. And that is my sign and symbol for spirit pass in a tragic or unexpected way. Oh, the way that I describe it to the family is what spirit does. If they pass away in an unexpected and tragic way, they sit inside of this room. It's like a cubicle. They sit inside of this room, almost the size of an office cubicle. Mm -hmm. And they will look at the screen and they will look at their life events and they'll look at the good, the bad, and even in, in between. And they will process that information until they are mentally and physically ready to cross over. And, you know, it affects them mentally and physically as it does for us in the physical world. They have to process that as well, because that's something that, you know, came with a snap of the finger. I mean, I can't imagine just, you know, being here and then not, yeah. and not yeah. being able to you know, comprehend if it was an accident or whatever the case may be. That's yeah, that's gotta be, that's gotta be unsettling. Now to your knowledge, does everyone go through that sort of life review? Because I have heard that before where they are. And I have heard exactly what you're saying that when they are experiencing in this review, things that have happened to them or things that they've done, they can actually feel it as they did it to other people. Like if I hurt someone's feelings, yep. I can feel that hurt. So yep. does everyone go through that life review or is that more meant for a healing for people that have passed quickly? In my experience, you know, some, there could be some people that, that pass, you know, peacefully and they go through that life review. Um, but in my, in my experience, it's been with the people that have passed tragically and or unexpectedly. And I know there will be some people that do choose to go through that life review just for that last glance at, you know, their life on earth and, mm -hmm allowing them to end that chapter in their book and move forward. Sure. Now, how long sure. does it take to contact a spirit 
when they pass. Is there any point where you can no longer contact them? They've been gone too long, or does it take a certain amount of days after the death to contact them? Like, what's been your experience with that? The I want to say that the earliest that I have contacted spirit myself has been about a week. Um, I haven't tried any sooner, but about a week, I would say is because, you know, spirit goes through processes after they pass away. They go through those processes and they also have to settle into wherever they end up going. For me, it's about a week. And there, there's no such thing as being passed for too long and not being able to contact. I've always been able to contact unless, you know, once in a blue moon, the person has passed tragically and or unexpectedly. But I never ran into a case where um, they've been gone for 30 plus years and I haven't been able to contact them. Okay. Oh, that's, that is really interesting. I mean, I can imagine, you know, if somebody's parent died when they were little or something, you know, wanting to, wanting to connect with that somehow and like being nervous about not being able to somehow, or if it, you know, that that's like comforting to me to know that, that that's still possible. Even when you think it might not be. Apart from mediumship, what, what do clients contact you for? Or is that primarily what they do contact you for? What kinds of, what other services do you provide? Um, I do tarot. So I do tarot once in a while. I will do Oracle cards and that's usually on live. I'll pull some Oracle cards for fun. Um, but primarily I will have people contact me mostly for mediumship. Okay. I, I get a lot of, I, I love getting skeptics. Skeptics are my favorite clients <laughs> because you know, and then they're just like, okay, tell me what you got. And you know, by the end of it, they're just in awe. Their mouths, their jaws are dropped, not to toot my own horn, but their jaws <laughs> are dropped and you know, I like to think that they left a little less skeptical than they came in. So uh, preferably, if there's any skeptics watching or listening, come book with me. <laughs> Love that. In your bio, you do mention missing person and paranormal cases. Now, what kinds of cases have you worked on? Inquiring minds want to know. You don't have to tell us name states and places if that's private but um what has been your experience with like missing cases or paranormal i'll start off with the missing cases i worked with another um medium on tiktok and you know her and i connected about a year or so ago we connected on tiktok about you know she was posting about this girl that had gone missing i believe it was in iowa and her and I were talking and she was asking me if, if, if I thought that, you know, she was still alive and she was still with us. And I got feeling that she, she wasn't with us anymore, but she had a counterclaim that she was still with us. And, you know, two mediums were bumping heads here. <laughs> sure. So we're almost, we're just, we're agreeing to disagree with each other. Um, but later on down the road, we did find out that she did pass away. Some type, it was in like a, a rock, rocky range, almost uh, like a mountain. Okay. okay. Uh, that was one of the cases. Um, there's no major cases that I've really worked before or after that. Um, it was really that for, what was your next question? Missing person or paranormal. Have people said like, there's something in my house? Oh, yes. So paranormal, I have had, I went over actually right in my own hometown. And they were talking to me about how her husband came in, came home late one night from work and he was taking off his shoes and he was going to check on the kids and all the kids were in bed. It was about three o'clock in the morning. And when he walked in to the kids' bedroom, you know, there's a bunk bed, there was growling behind the bed. 
you know, he flipped on the light and it stopped immediately, stopped immediately. So they called me in and I did a walk. I do a thing called a walkthrough where I feel all the energies and the different um, discrepancies inside of the home. And a lot of the times I will take a notebook with me and I like to do it with the lights off inside of rooms because if there's something that I see, I like to sketch it out. And I'm not a very artistic person, but it seems like when I am looking at it and I'm sketching it, it's a whole different thing because I have Eleanor working through my hand and I have my eyes looking over here. So my eyes are looking over at whatever it is and Eleanor is using my hand to draw. So we end up, I end up going back to them. I give them a report about what was going on. And there was this black thing that was up in the corner of the room. And there was also a lot of dark energy inside of the closet there. And when I started talking about it, you guys know those little things for little kids, the little balls inside the thing when you move, push it yes. forward. Yes, back. yes, yes. The popping, the popper, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Fisher Price. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm talking about it right down in their living room and their stairwell is right next to us. And that thing comes coming down the steps, <laughs> rolling down. Jesus. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I rule out the obvious, try, try to rule out the obvious. But in this case, there's no ruling out obvious up there. Because... <laughs> and so as I start saging, there are these two pictures that were hanging up inside of the kids' room and they fell. And, you know, okay, you're trying to scare me. It's not going to scare me. So I end up um, saging and I went back about a month or so after, because I want to say on top of cleansing and making sure everything's okay. And the last time I was there, which was about a week or so ago, I saged again. So a lot of cleansing and saging goes into keeping a light and airy environment and allowing the negative energy. And we may not even realize that the negative energy is there, but allowing that negative energy to leave the room and allow us to have this light, airy room around us that we surround ourselves with. And you do like sage. I know a lot of people say a lot of different things. Some like sage, some like incense, some like white sage. I'm trying to think of the other. Oh, Palo Santo. Are you typically using sage or what do you suggest for people to use? My personal suggestion is white sage. I use white sage a lot. And um, I have a spiritual friend and she uses white sage as well. But when she's finished with it, she'll go outside and she'll bury it. And it's supposed to be a good almond to your house. There will be certain times where I believe that I I do have to bury that outside for a good omen to come around the house. But what I will do and what I suggest is that when you are saging, make sure you get every corner of your home, because that is where a lot of that energy and a lot of, you know, those spiritual advantages stem from. And Mm -hmm. so you make sure that you get every corner in your house. And my house has a lot of corners. So it takes me about an hour, hour and a half to get every corner and to get everywhere around my house. Yeah, it's a workout. Okay. So I would be a terrible, terrible theater person. You know where she's going. Okay. If I did not ask about, now she's your great, great aunt. Do I have that correct? Judy Garland? A great, great, great aunt. Judy Garland is Nathan's great, great aunt, which again, if I, I would be remiss if I did not at least ask you about that familial connection. Obviously she was gone before you were born even. I mean, so do you, have you ever connected with her? I guess for one thing, that was a, that was from a good friend of ours, Pam Turlow, 
ask me. She was like, you have to ask him. I said, all right, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. I'll do what I can. I'll ask him. <laughs> uh, if you've ever connected with her and is, is her line something, is a line in your family that also shares some of that psychic ability, some of that, that connection with spirit or, or tell, tell me a little bit about that. So she doesn't have a connection with um, our mediumship. Okay. Um, but I, I haven't, I haven't spoke with her in spirit before. Yeah. I mean, if you do ever connect with her, let us know. That would be something, oh, you know, I have to report back to all of my theater people. And so, but there's no connection like in her side of the family or whatever that you're aware of the, the mediumship, the, the connection with spirit does not necessarily come through her line as far as you're aware. Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Had to ask. I had to do my due theater oh, okay. diligence. That's, that's very important. Well, I have a few listener questions yes. as well. Sarah, you haven't even seen no, these because they were sent to our Instagram. Okay. So here's one. What's the easiest way to connect to spirit for someone with little to no experience? Lots of meditation, lots and lots of meditation. I know when I first started out, I did a lot of meditation and I started getting so irritated because I couldn't make that connection the way that I can now. And I wanted to give up on making a connection. And so I, I've learned that lots and lots of meditation helps. When I first started out, I did meditation and I would get signs and symbols and I would get these different smells and these different colors that I got all my information from, from meditation. So lots of meditation and lots of water as well. A lot of mediums get headaches after doing mediumship because it takes so much energy out of them. So I drink a lot of seltzer water and ice water. But yeah, that's what I suggest for when that. You, when you were meditating and you say that you've gotten, you know, you received all those signs and symbols and things, is that, did it seem random at first to you that you would just get these images that popped in your head and now you can make sense of it? Or how how did that work for you? Yeah, so I would get these images inside my head and I'm just like, okay, what do you want me? What is this? Mean? What am I doing like, with what this? Do yeah. Yeah. What am I doing with, you know, for example, what am I doing with the rainbow? Like, what do you, what do you want that to mean? And, you know, Missy told me, you're going to have your own individual meanings to those. And her meanings could be different than mine, than what a rainbow is. Sure. And I've learned throughout the years that when I'm connecting with spirit and I'm with a client, I bring up that rainbow and I've learned that it's a consistent message that that rainbow has a consistent meaning. So it was almost, I had to learn what those symbols were on my own. But yeah, when spirit gave me those symbols, it's just like, what do you want me to do with those? What do you want me to do with the rainbow? Like, what does that mean? That is you know? really interesting. I've heard some mediums and say that they get um, like pop culture a lot. Like they'll get, you know, Don Draper come up to them and they're like, do you know somebody in marketing? <laughs> or like, you know, th things like that, <laughs> like different pop culture sort of meanings that, you know, that that's how it comes through for them. So that it's interesting that it, de it really truly depends on the medium. It depends on the person. And I love that meditation was key. And I get frustrated when I hear that because I get tired when I meditate, but I need to try. I need to keep trying. So thank you. You're welcome. How do you know if someone else is a seer? What do you look for? Can you tell? Is it like a secret club with a secret head nod? <laughs> so I can tell. I can tell when people are intuitive and you know people can see things that not everyday people can see. Um, and that's also how Kathy with the woman that came into my home, that's also how Kathy knew that I was because we can, we can feel those. We can sense that. Um, I know that Sarah has very good intuition herself. She seems like a very, um, intuitive person. And, you know, she mentioned meditation. It's, it's something that 
comes naturally to a lot of people. And sometimes people get into it themselves. They're like, whoa, I, I want to experience this journey. And they decide, I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to start getting spiritual. And it's really about being down to earth. You're a very down to earth person. And it you can't be spiritual with yourself if you're not a down to earth person. If you can't take that time out of your day to right. have that, you know, that self-soothing, that self-therapy for yourself to take, you know, 20, 30 minutes out of your day for yourself to sit down and relax and meditate and calm yourself down after dealing with everybody else's bullshit for the whole day. Yeah. It's something that you should start doing yourself. That's just good life advice. I think whether you're trying yeah. <laughs> to be intuitive or not, I feel like you just, you have to be able to do that. It's very important. So you can see if somebody has that sort of gift about them, can you also see, um, like we've had psychics come on and tell us like, you're a very old soul or you're a relatively new soul or your aura is this color. Do you get anything in those realms? So with auras, I'm not, I'm not good at reading auras. I don't normally do auras. Auras aren't my specialty. Um, but once in a while, I will see somebody's aura. And auras have different depictions and different representations and different meanings around people. You know, they're either super stressed and that aura is just right around them. And I'm not sure if you've seen these videos on TikTok where people are freaking out inside the camera and they're like, you can see my aura and you can, you can see it, but it's just the way of knowing and also feeling. And, you know, sometimes I'll walk past somebody and Eleanor will be like, that one, that person, that person can see things, that person's super intuitive. And she'd be like, that's a good one. And it's just so funny because I always have her with me. She's always around me and she's all in all my number one supporter because we work with each other every day. And I know a lot of mediums don't call it a gift. Yeah, a lot of mediums believe that everybody can tap in and talk to spirit that has passed. And I believe that that is possible through um, meditation. It takes a while to be able to talk to spirit while you're still alert and talking with how we're talking right now to each other face sure. to face. Um, it takes a while to do that. And when I started out with Missy doing, you know, having my eyes closed, meditating on those signs and symbols, I'm like, well, what the hell do you want me to say about this? Like, what, what does this mean? So I'd write everything down and then I would send her a picture of all the information. And she would tell me what correlated with her, what correlated with her family member that has passed. And it's all about exploring and starting your journey within that. Can I ask you a question about Eleanor? Has she shared with you if she is a spirit guide who has not been on earth, has been on earth, been reincarnated? Like, do you know her history? Oh, yes. Yeah. So Eleanor, she was on earth before she became my spirit guide. And some information that I gathered from her was that she was from England before she passed away. Um, she had her husband. I don't remember what her, what her husband's name was, but she was never able to have kids. So her going down and she was also in World War Two as a nurse. Wow. Um, okay. But her her going down this deciding to be a spirit guide and deciding to work with such a young person as I am is something, you know, that she never got to experience with children of her own to guide them and to nurture them the way that a mother should be nurturing her children. So that's also another reason why, you know, she really chose to become a spirit guide so that we she can have that experiences even though she was not able to have those experiences here in the physical so she's world. She's able to be a mother still. I'm 
so lovely. Yeah. I just, Eleanor's warming my heart right now. That's great. Now, does she go with you to parties? I mean, like, do, do, are, is there ever a time that you're like, Eleanor, you got to sit this one out? But she's like, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A few, I remember a few months ago, we had in the summer, we had um, a pool party with one of my friends. And I told her, I'm like, Eleanor, there's going to be some things that happen at this party tonight that you may or may not approve of. So if you don't want to watch, just make sure you distance yourself and you know, there'll be some things that I do and she'll just be like, are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? And I'm just like, Eleanor, just make sure, make sure you watch over me tonight. You're keeping her on her toes. That's good. That's good. As a 17 year old, that's your job too. So good. That's (laughs) I love Eleanor. Okay. So we would be remiss if we did not ask, we ask every psychic medium that comes on here. Do we have any ghosts around us that you need to tell us about? That's actually really weird that you mentioned that because as you were talking about that, there was an orange orb that came from your hallway into your room. And when I first came on here, I wanted to talk to you guys about this or ask you guys about this. I was getting a symbol of a hummingbird. So I'm not sure if there's anybody that has passed on that had a connection with hummingbirds, but I wanted to make hummingbirds known for one of you or for both of you, if you both have a connection with hummingbirds. But other than that, I do want to let you guys know that you guys do have white light and positivity around you. So there's nothing to be worried about about that. Well, it's beautiful. Yes, I get okay. lots of birds. Dang. Lots of birds. Lots of birds are very big for yes. Stephanie. Rare yes. birds, so weird birds. I've had hummingbirds. Yeah, all kinds of birds. That's a very big one for you. Is there anybody in particular? We've had we've had a couple of people. Sarah, tell your story. <laughs> come through. Well, it's, yeah. So my, it's happened a couple of times. A couple, so yeah. We, another a couple medium, of times. It's happened yeah. twice now. Yes. Yeah. So our, our, another medium friend of ours that we've interviewed a couple of times, my mother-in-law came through really, really strong. And she, she and I had a pretty strained relationship um, when she was here. And she won't um, go away even in spirit. Even Sarah's in like, spirit. please give me a goddamn break. Oh, please just give me a break. So no, no, no. But she, she did come through and she gave me a very, a very heartfelt apology just for lots of history. I mean, and it was, you know, things that were, I, I like to consider myself a healthy skeptic with a lot of this stuff. Just, it, I have to trust the medium really is what it is. I believe that this is all possible, but I need to trust the person too. And she had come through to give me this really, really, like I said, very lengthy, very heartfelt apology. I was grateful that she had come through. And I joked later, I was like, she would literally rather have died than to apologize. <laughs> like, great. But that, so it's funny. And I can, I can laugh about it now. But then the next time said that she was coming through, but I had said beforehand, I set my intention. I said, listen, Marianne, I love that you want to come and talk. I said, but I, I'm hoping to hear from some other people. So that was like my big intention. Like, just please don't. Do you have her coming through right now? <laughs> well, uh, funny that you said the name Mary Ann because earlier today I was on TikTok and I had a Mary Ann name come through to me and I wasn't sure who was connected with I'm like maybe it's the person that is the author of the TikTok but it wasn't um so I did have a that's Mary mine through and <laughs> that's, nice. that's mine. just a little yeah. early who had hands did she ever have a problem with her hands almost like um like arthritis or, or cup or carpal tunnel Possibly. There's a lot of, yeah. You know what? Uh, she had uh, wrist issues. Yeah. She, she wore a brace okay. for a while. Yeah. That was, and I know she was nervous meeting, um, meeting my son, her grandson for the first time. She was nervous about holding him because her wrist was giving her trouble. So yeah, that was there. Okay. Yeah. Because she made that known for me. And I do want to let you know 
that a lot of the times when spirit does come through and there's some un- unfinished business in quotes mm-hmm. for them and you know they left on bad terms that's a, a lot of the time that's when spirit wants to apologize to us because they weren't able to do that right in the in, in the physical world because they couldn't work up the courage to do so sure. and it is bad sometimes that that's when they believe that they can apologize no, yeah. without any repercussions or consequences but at the end of the day, you did, you do get that apology from them. And that is something that is very heartfelt and very heavy that we carry. I do want to say that your mother-in-law likes to make a lot of jokes about a lot of things about like people. That's, that um, seems correct. Yeah. She's like, she's like pointing out my sweater and she's like laughing about it. And she's pointing out my jeans. She goes, why do your jeans have those <laughs> holes in them? So I'm not sure if she like was ever big on like, why do jeans have holes in them? She had, she had opinions. <laughs> she was a very yeah. opinionated person and she, and she very much, yeah, she presented herself in a very um sort of regal way, you know? So she was definitely like, that was, that was important to her. So that would absolutely be something that she'd be like, why? <laughs> yeah. Very, very opinionated. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. And I do I appreciate can- that. And it's, it's nice that she's still, that she's coming through. And I love that she came through <laughs> you earlier today that's so funny she knew the name marianne and you know names don't come to me often i'm not good with doing names but having the full name marianne come through earlier today was something that you know was crazy because i'm like i'm not gonna make a connection with this today and a lot of the times when i'm talking one specific spirit and another one comes forth while the other one's here i call that piggybacking sure and what that is is when you know, spirit starts one spirit, say your mother-in-law starts talking and then somebody else starts talking as well. They're like switching, switching back and forth. And I have to differentiate. Oh, and, and then you got just, Eleanor it, the whole time too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you somebody too that, and this is something that we've seen happen and not every medium does it or wants to do it even, but are you somebody that can go and retrieve somebody? Like if there's somebody that like, I really, really want to hear from my friend, Steve, you know, could you be like, yeah, hold on and try to like tap into who that is? Or is it like, they really have to come to you? A lot of the times, whenever, you know, in my lives, I'm sure that you guys have seen, I ask if, if there, if there's anybody in specific that you want to connect with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people will say, I want to connect with my sister. So I will go in directly and I will try to go in and get them to come forth. And, you know, sometimes they won't. So I will have to try to with whoever steps forward for them. But a lot of the times I am able to go back and connect with who they are specifically wanting to connect with, sure. bring forth some pretty beautiful messages. So to watch you on TikTok, where should we go, Nathan? Let's hit all of your tags. So on my TikTok, um, I recently changed the username. That way, all of my social medias have the same name. Um, so on TikTok, it's Medium Nathan. That's the same for Instagram and Facebook. And then on my website, it's mediumnathan.com. And you guys are able to see all of the services that I offer. And there is a button on all the services that says book now. So when you hit the book now button, you are able to send me an email, request a day, and I will confirm that appointment. And the day of, I will send over a Zoom link. You know, we'll discuss all the details, the time. Um, the day and then the day of, I will send you over that Zoom link right before our meeting and we'll be able to bring over some beautifully curated messages. That's awesome. And is this what you're doing all the time now? Like, are you balancing this with other words? Are you still in high school? Like, 
yeah, still in high school, working this full time. And oh my gosh. You know, sometimes it gets boring working from home all the time. So during the summer, you know, I made a, I just got an offer to go over to Dreamation Creation Apothecary to do readings every second Sunday of the month over there. So I'm able to do that over in Port Clinton, Ohio, right? where in my own hometown and get out of the house. That way I'm not stuck inside all summer. I'm able to have yeah. some in-person human interaction Good for you. rather than just over the phone. Yeah, definitely. You need that too. Thank you so much. This is so interesting and you're so talented. I'm, I'm sure you get told all the time, like for your age, you're so gifted, I but know. I mean, I just can't imagine where it's going to take you in your life. Like you're already so amazing. I, know. I did. I did oh. the quick math. I'm like, yeah, I could absolutely, we could be your mom. We could be your collective mom. So if you yeah. ever need some, you know, if you ever need an extra mom, let us know. That's part of what we do. Sarah likes to adopt. I do. Oh, I yeah. adopt all the time. It's what I do. Oh. <laughs> You let me know okay. if you need some motherly <laughs> advice. We're here. Awesome. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. I'm all right. All right. Thank you. We'll be watching you on TikTok. You are amazing. And we so appreciate your time. Thank you.